Hi guys, welcome to this edition of Engage Podcast. We hope you're all keeping safe out there because it's still crazy. And we're back with another episode of Unscripted where we have no idea what's going to happen, but you know, Jamie's there. Hello. And we are, of course, joined by Wayne and Jude. Hello, Hello guys. Hello. Thank you for uh, coming on. Oh, it's yeah, our it's pleasure. pleasure. Uh, unfortunately, it seems that um, Clive has been unable to make it, but we hope he's safe and well and hope to talk to him soon. Um, but, you know, it's things are a bit crazy at the moment, so who knows? Yeah, we'll forgive him. Yeah. Yeah. As you say, unpredictability is common in these kind of times, I think, isn't it, with stuff, it's crazy stuff going on and... So, you know, it's it's fair enough. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. There's plenty plenty going on, but I'm sure that you guys have got more than enough for us to sink our teeth into uh in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Just listen to the last one. <laughs> that's it. Well, funnily enough, I was just saying to you off air that I'm only two episodes behind, so I haven't listened to your Captain Marvel or the previous uh unscripted uh episode, but I did uh, listen to your Dominion episode, and I did have a bit of feedback for you, uh, because uh, I know that you guys were like, uh, what if the Dominion... uh, The question, Jude, was, what if the Dominion had won the war? Like, what would happen going forward? And uh, (laughs) one of Simon's points was, well, uh, like Voyager could play a big part in the uprising (laughs) uh, when they get back home. But I thought, oh, God, here we go. This is where J- Wayne's going to completely blow out of the water and go, actually, that well, couldn't have happened. Well, go not on. really, oh, because changed. the thing is, if the Dominion had won the war and screwed everything over, um, when the Voyager ended up getting back, would old Janeway have had been destroyed straight away or had the means to actually go back in time to get present day Voyager back home because the only reason why Voyager got back home in the decent time that they did was because old Janeway went back in time we were going on the impression that if they went home via the Bajoran wormhole, if they went back a different route or something. They were, oh, they were in a... That's a different sector. That still would that would have took them another 50, 000, like 50 years to get across to the Bajoran wormhole from where they were. Because they were deep in Borg space at that point. So, and they... So, the only reason why they got back home early is because old Janeway went back in time so if they had taken the amount of time to get home and then got home and got trounced by the Dominion she would never have been able to go back in time to send them home yeah so <laughs> <laughs> well there goes that part of the theory blown out of the water yeah that's well no that's just one idiot's opinion <laughs> so you can ignore it happily that's fine yeah, sorry Wayne maybe the technology she'd learnt across the way would have brought enough she could have brought allies along the way to defeat them maybe well she, she, she didn't uh, the, uh, by the time that old Janeway had got back uh, she had already lost seven and 
Uh, like it, according to her account, when she speaks to like present day Janeway, had a real tough time of it. Mm. So I don't think they would have been in the best of shape to uh, like put up any sort of real fight against the Dominion. They would have come home and gone, "We're home," and then suddenly <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, bit like um, it's like the uh, the tech ship that um. Like Odo and things are on, right? Is that you mm-hmm. see it being blown up, Kalesi Prime? Or maybe we can just go down the uh, Planet of the Apes approach, like just obliterate, and they just go back. It's like, yeah, now the apes have taken over. Like just that, that ending of it's just kind of yeah, Dominion, Dominion who? Like not none of them. Like who? Just yeah, they they're last year's news. Like that happened. Like, <laughs> but I think I think um, you're. Uh... I think it was Jamie's uh, opinion of the uh, uh, the only way if they had fallen to the Dominion, probably one of the only ways of fixing things would have been time travel. And I know it's a it's always a get out clause for anything mm. Star Trek is time travel, slingshot around the sun, and then <laughs> yep. just, <laughs> we'll be like, right. just slingshot around the sun until like a, like a few thousand years ago. Head on over to the uh, Bajoran wormhole, go through and fucking like doing their home planet. It's true though, isn't it? I mean, if you think of like you know the ball going back in time in first contact, that mm-hmm. kind of thing, destroying humanity before it could even get off, get off the ground, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it, as you say, when it is kind of a get out clause thing, when it's it, it just it's, it's true though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, it is. Just, it was just my pipe dream of just going. Wouldn't that be cool? So. Mm. I know. It's, yeah, just. And we all love it's, it's. It's not my best one we've ever come up with. That's why it was like April Fools, and we just thought, well, why the hell not? It's, it was uh, the beginning of April. We have better ones in the pipeline. I can promise. Yeah, but as you. you say, it has spawned the whole "what if, what if" episode kind of. I know. Yeah. No, but mate, yeah. mate, there's no right or wrong answer to exactly. what if episodes. It's it's all about just having fun throwing ideas about. It's not about coming out with this is what would happen. It's about it's hypothetical. Just, yeah, it's all hypothetical. Mm. Anything goes. Yeah, don't be hard on yourself. <laughs> and we all love a crossover. And I just really, really, really hope that your idea that in the end Picard and Discovery will have a crossover will be absolutely wrong. Because <laughs> that would really <laughs> fuck me off. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you're not already annoyed with Picard already dying. Right? That was already on your list of what oh, you wanted I am. to see. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, trust me. Uh, the uh, well, uh, Jude, you can give your opinion on uh, Picard. Picard. I, I was just speaking to our friend Jeff today, and I'm I'm still with him on it. Where I did enjoy the program for the first third. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I thought it was a nice build. I, I would comment on our podcast about it. You know, feeling like a big movie feel, uh, being just as good as other uh, episode, not episodic um, story. story arc. Yeah. But then once we got to something like six, seven, we were expecting so much and we just weren't getting it. And it was dragging and seven and, was the last good episode. That was Troy and Riker. Yeah. 
Uh, and then things just started to get silly and they started to make, uh, you know, script decisions like killing off people for no good reason. And, uh, oh, and, and that doctor character, I didn't like where that went at all mm-hmm. near the end. And then the last few episodes, I'd been saying for weeks and weeks, oh, it's going to be amazing. Just wait till we get to the end. It's going to be massive and it was just a massive disappointment as a whole, I'd say, those last couple of episodes. Yeah. And they just they just failed for me on, on and Wayne, I know. Um mm-hmm. on a lot of points. Like with the with the Noonian Singh guy, whatever he was. <laughs> you know, his cousins, cousins, aunties, uncles, friends, brother. Um uh, and then, and then all the ships at the end, the copy and paste fleets that we spoke about. Yeah, and, and yeah, it was you know it was such a waste with with Picard. I definitely felt that um, they were ready to have that program, that series, be the one and only Picard series. It seemed like they were prepared for that. They didn't know if they were going to do a season two, and. They spoiled that for everyone by letting people know before the program had even got past a couple of episodes that, oh, season two's happening. So immediately me and Wayne said, oh, well, there's no threat to Picard then, like the character of Picard, like, yeah. which would have been nice to have that up in the air, you know, yeah, something so might I, happen I to of, I can kind of understand that as you're talking about it, if you, if you think, well, that moment where you think he's actually going to say, well, if it's going to be a season two, then he's going to live then, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Because obviously you yeah, wouldn't be able to do a season two. As, as I was saying, I was saying to Rick, is to mild peril. There was no mild peril there. It's like, oh, yeah, he's coming back in season two. It's like, oh. And uh, like you say, it's the other thing that annoys everyone is the ocarina tool that I'm calling you, the magic tool. That yeah. Thing. It's like, oh, come on, like. Can't yeah. you think better? Like seriously, like the PlayStation Two one or whatever it was. That's yeah, it. I, 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 I must admit, I did find particularly um, episode nine to be kind of very, very quick. It just seemed to just all this mm. build up, and it, they just seemed to kind of rush it. Like they, they, they were kind of fumbling their way through a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And and the thing is as well is it like you because we knew Picard was going to be fine as soon as they introduce like the oh look here's a flesh synth body that we're going to download Matey's brain into it's like okay that's where Picard's going the the only thing I would say is I was worried that they were going to download Picard's consciousness into it but have it be a younger actor playing Picard from this point on, like recasting him. I, um, I worried the same thing, because I'd said to you when we saw the spoiler, well, the spoiler that there's going to be a season two, I was like, that's the only way they're going to they're carry it on and make it worse, mm-hmm. is have the series called Picard, but not actually have Patrick Stewart in it at all. Yeah. So, so that, that nearly was a possibility. Who knows? They may have even considered that Yeah. in the... You know, in the not in the writers' room, but in the producers' room. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so is it fair to say you guys you liked the first what six seven episodes of Picard, but yes. then the kind of last three episodes it kind of all just fell apart. Um, on track, mate. I described it as really enjoyed the first seven episodes, but then the finale was like uh, Jean Luc had taken a shit down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> 
so, so it was metaphor. Just, yeah <laughs> it it was i was so disappointed and i was just the thing it whether it was like the um oh they're like creating a wormhole to another planet uh because they're going to destroy all life and they they ripped off avengers oh, it, it yeah. was literally a space hole with wormy <laughs> robots coming through mm-hmm. and so it's like okay so they're doing avengers and then as jude said the fucking the doctor who killed um um uh, maddox, yeah, yeah, maddox. She's faced no sort of consequence <laughs> whatsoever. She's got away with murder. I don't. Larry Nemechek turned around and said to us on our last episode of uh, Trekmate, "Yeah, but she was underneath a mind meld." Don't give me that shit. She still <laughs> made sure that uh, she done it herself. She needs to like pay up for her crimes. The only way I was going to forgive her is if she had like sacrificed herself to save everyone. Mm-hmm. And. That didn't happen. And how can you have a whole like island of evil, like like which are being controlled by an evil synth, and not have law there? I mean, for fuck's sake! That was a waste. Yeah. I mean, they don't. When, like you said, we were speaking to Larry. He was like saying, "You can't be explaining all this old stuff to new fans. You don't need to. New Hmm. fans don't need to know who law is. But the old guy." Yeah. It's just going to be like, oh, cool, nice, you know. Yeah, and but, uh, uh, and the thing is as well, when you saw Brent, like an old, uh, fleshy Brent Spiner, uh, like amongst all of these uh, androids, where he's like, oh fuck, Law has like downloaded his consciousness into a uh, flesh body. It's Law, <laughs> and it's like, no, no, it's Noonien Singh's second cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, oh, Talk about anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think that's the thing about Picard. You know, like, of what you were saying, oh, she get the doctor gets away with murder. It's like people saying, oh, discoveries. Oh, it's very dark. It's very. So I thought myself, well, actually, when you think about it, I think Picard's season one was actually even darker than Discovery was. At least, at least, at least that's how it felt to me. You know, I mean. I'll take your word for it because I think I slept <laughs> through most of Discovery. <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> At least that's how it felt to me. But no, I mean, I could kind of see what you guys are saying kind of about the kind of end bit. I mean, I think it's been something overall we quite enjoyed it, didn't we, Si? Uh, what, what, Discovery? Uh, Picard, sorry. Picard season oh. one. Yeah, I, I'd like to. I need to rewatch it again, but that would be for the next. January or I'll so. I'll be rewatching or... as well at, at some point. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I always I... think you need to give it a year to give it a good bit of time before when everything dies down, you can actually think what you think rather than what everyone's telling you. And we're always, it's always interesting between watching it and hearing everyone else's thoughts, kind of trying to work out what I actually think rather than go, "Oh my god, that's exciting!" I know like what you mean. You were in the first three episodes and then when you actually like we do with Caesar Reviews you actually go back and look at it fresh with a fresh set of eyes mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to doing I think there's always going to be a bit of bias from me because I always love Next Gen that Next Gen is me in a nutshell so mm-hmm. there's always going to be a little bit of bias towards me but it will be my honest opinion my honest appraisal of it mm-hmm. and I think all your points are very valid and Mm. Yeah. There are a lot of things where you just go, "Oh my god, you still have not learned any lessons from Discovery." 
You still have not mm. learned them, and you're still falling the same traps you are from what three years ago, four years ago when it Discovery started. You and now you're doing mm-hmm. it with now two shows rather than one. One, and now it's going. And we've said this in some of our episodes. Are they trying to do too much? Yeah, and... that's the issue, and they keep adding to it, and you're going. No, stop, stop, don't make that one. Carry on with maybe a few of them, do them well, mm-hmm. then expand them rather than expanding like rabbits or triples or something. Yeah. Just keep creating them and making them all crap and kind yeah. of carbon copies of them all where it's just kind of yeah. like not fleshed out characters, which is what Sashik used to be. Yeah. yeah. Um, what is it? Was isn't it Flanderization? Isn't that the wrong way of thinking of it? Where the character's known for just one attribute and that's it? Yeah. Is that what mm. we're now getting? Is that, the, is that the problem? I think that's kind of kissing on what your wife's saying. Yeah. And, you know, and, the whole, and the whole thing, as you say, clear off characters and keep bringing them back all the time, which is what Discovery kept doing endlessly, which is oh, irritating me. No. You know, and you know, I think, and actually, what, what you were kind of saying, Wayne, I think it was both of you were saying, Wayne, both of you, um, you know, I agree with you. Was it, was it, you both said about episode seven, you felt that was like the height of, of Picard season one with Troy and Riker? That episode yeah. was lovely. Yeah, I think yeah. that's safe to say, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that episode was, uh, was lovely, but again, yeah. that was, was that pressing on nostalgia? Was that all right? I, I thought it was all right. I thought that was lovely. I think, but again, there's an awful lot of fans out there going, oh no, it killed them. Sorry, entirely. And he's going, No, because you need those episodes yeah, where you I, take I a breather. So. I thought yeah. so. And you, uh, because it gave us an opportunity to explore uh, uh, Daj's. It, it is Daj, isn't it? Um, Daj, no, uh, yeah. 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 Um, it gave us an opportunity to explore like Daj's Soji? state of mind. No, Soji, and, sorry, Soji. Soji. Soji, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I meant Soji. Um, um, Soji's state of mind, like, and I thought that um, Riker's daughter was brilliant at being that uh, yeah. like puzzle piece to help him progress that character, and then also revisiting uh, Troy and Picard. Get, uh, Troy and Riker gave Picard an opportunity to unwind, relax, and offload yeah. some of yeah. Yeah, I mean, what was going on. As you said. Season one is is very dark overall, and I think that episode is, is compared. It's actually quite nice and a bit lighter, and I think that's mm-hmm. what the show needed. So I, I I agree with you guys. I think you needed that there at that mm-hmm. point to, to have a bit of a breather before I said before everything else that happened kind of afterwards. So yeah, and I think and I think I said one of the best things about season one I said is um oh is it it's a Brian's oh copping as her name yeah, uh, just that plays Soji and Daj. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think she was. I thought she was excellent. Um, yeah. I, 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 for for me personally, my favourite new character is Elnor. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. of him. Yeah. yeah. He Very just good. He kicks ass, and he he ticks that box for the uh, sort of character that each series has got, whether it's uh, Data or Spock or um like uh seven yeah of just the character that is uh becoming accustomed to like uh interacting with people and like needs that little bit of explanation and uh but also he kicks ass he really he kicks does. ass yeah, absolutely love elnor but um 
what did you think of uh, Seven's introduction to Picard? Do you think they did that well? Yeah, I was fine with it. Mm. Yeah, I was fine yeah. with it. I was thrilled that they um, uh, killed Echeb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Echeb. <laughs> oh, I was so happy. <laughs> so, yeah, so proper fist punch the air in that moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it, no, I. I perfectly uh, enjoy it. Like I was happy to have seven back. I thought that they'd done it perfectly well. Had no qualms with her now having a girlfriend. Um, uh, well, she ended well, up. That was the her. last couple. Of... Oh no! Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're yeah. talking about a different. Yeah, you're giving you're talking her. About uh... You're talking about the. Well, Raffi, Raffi was just strange because they didn't even explain that. They just they just ended up having them holding hands at the end of the final episode. And I, that, to be honest, I felt was a bit cheap because they hadn't actually had any sort of interactions between Raffi and Seven that kind of built I, I, that I think possibility. You could call it, I think you could call it lazy writing where it's yeah. just like, hey, we've got a season two. Like, even though we didn't do anything with these two, like, Something's going to happen in the next one, so tune in to find out what. There's something else to look forward to. Quick game playing footsie. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it just felt, as Jude said, it was lazy because it it didn't feel like it had earned that story to be, like, hinted at. There was no... Mm. I don't... Do we ever really see them on screen that much together uh, before that point? Yep. Not, I can recall. They, yep. I think they had some interaction, but not much. Yeah, and uh, um, I'm really upset by the death of Hugh because I felt that that was unbelievable. And yeah. uh, I thought that they had done so well at uh, giving Hugh a second rebirth, as it were. And I would have loved to have seen him on that bridge rather than the murdering doctor at the end of the se- uh, season. A bit. I've been thinking about that recently. Like when we had Larry on, he was, he was sort of like suggesting that like whatever his name is, Michael Chabon or yeah. the showrunner, had done that to pee old fans off. But it's like, it's not like it was some beloved character where we're watching it going like, no, don't kill him. It was just, well, that was a fucking waste. I was just starting to really like him. It's not like you killed Worf, where you'd just be like. What did you do? You know, it wasn't that we weren't peed off for that reason. It was just like you've just wasted a perfectly good character, which yeah, we were finally truly, truly getting to know. It will get undone. It will no. see the response. It will get undone. No, I don't think you can. It was a blood. It's not as if it's anything even magical or whatnot. It was a bloody knife. They brought <laughs> yeah. back Doctor Doctor Colber. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it, okay. Look, I loved Doctor Colber in Series One. I really cried when he died. I was emotionally invested in uh, him as a character. They they ruined him by bringing him back in the most contrived way possible. That's the thing. I, I yeah. it it cheapened his death, and it kind of it really uh, it. it, it it done no favors to me for the character uh, yeah, at mean, all. Just lost interest. Well, I lost interest after he came back. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. You know, I mean, me and so I said you, you said you, you've you've listened to our episodes, haven't you? And like mm-hmm. uh, season two retrospective, you said we really liked season two of Discovery. 
Mm-hmm. But that said, that was one of the things we didn't like. The fact they kept bringing back mm-hmm. characters. I said the way they brought back Doctor Colbert, that, that was just a big, big, just mm-hmm. you know, minus for us in terms of the season. Just one of the things we just didn't like that they did. How the how, it wasn't so much they brought him back; it was how they did it as well. I think yeah. for us it was more how they did it mm-hmm. um, than anything else. Can yeah. I show my pin? Yeah. Oh, you can whack out whatever you want, mate. Oh, your uh, Picard. It's the um, visitor pin yeah. that he wears. Oh, I the... see. Yeah. yeah. Simon right. hasn't just drunkly put on. That'll do. Put this on before I mention it. <laughs> no, oh no, I love it, mate. Absolutely love it. My fanset pin. Does it say visitor on it? Yep, says it all. Excellent. Cool. Very nice. Uh, no, I love well, at it. At first, I thought he was shown as like a, a Rimmer hologram thing right above ah. it. Oh, what the H on his T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, and talking about deaths, that was one thing that really, really pissed me off with uh, Picard as well. The, uh, the season finale of... They decided to kill Picard... <laughs> they uh, decided to make it so that it was okay. The illness got him in the end. It was a really feeble death. It was just like, oh, he collapsed. Fine. Um, but they, it, the thing is, now they've uploaded his consciousness to an an, uh, to into an android. He's no longer really Picard. Picard died. And now, at this point forward, how can you, how can you top killing him? Except killing him again but bigger it's like it's so when picard wraps up they're gonna have to have him riding off into the sunset and or that they will be forced to repeat just exactly what they just did with data which like it won't have the same yeah um dramatic effect as it would have done because because they've already done it with data now you know which i did like that did like the data scene um, Give me but... a in a care home. That's where we're that's where we're destined. Start yeah. in a care home. But the uh, but <laughs> I don't understand because and also if you was going to give him it, okay Picard, we've put you in into an android body, but we've gave it a twenty year shelf life because we know <laughs> that you might not want to stick about that long. It's like fuck off. If you're going to make him an android, at least let him have the choice of when he expires. Like don't predetermine it for him. But also, yeah. if they if data managed to stay um, sentient in that little like football that was on their desk, so that then they could like <laughs> take parts of him to make all of these other different androids, why could they not just rebuild data entirely? If his entire co- his entire consciousness <laughs> was inside this little basketball that was on the desk. And they just kept taking tiny bits off, going, oh, no, that'll do for her. That'll do for him. No, he's fucking there. Why could yeah. you not bring him back? No, is <laughs> contrived and shit. <laughs> Coming to Room 101 near you soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simon, don't bother with Room 101 this year. Just copy and paste that section of your show. That it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear so yeah sorry Rand. No, strong fine. feelings oh. let it all out don't bottle it up 
Oh yeah, but no, as but as you said, uh, I unlike yourself, where like I was worried like about other people's opinions influencing ours. Um, for uh, quite a while now, I've kept myself off of social media for the most part, just because the general public piss me off. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, po- politics over the last couple of years has got too much for me. So I've been steering off of social media. So me and Jude doing our podcast, we're, we're talking to each other about it, but we didn't have a clue what anyone else was thinking. No. So we didn't have any idea of what anyone was thinking. So we, the only time that we started getting an, a gist of whether people felt the same way or not was when listeners started getting in contact and saying, oh, yeah, no, you was right about this. We felt this way about this. So uh, mm. we, we really didn't have our opinions spoiled by anyone. So our hatred is our own. <laughs> yeah. Your hatred is your 100% own. trackmate. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on um, what little we know of season three of Discovery? I don't have any. I, I really don't. I, I'm just going to wait and see. But I, I don't mean that in a good way or a bad way. I'm just, I'm just like, when it's on, I'll watch it. <laughs> I can't even remember where we were properly at with the end of season two. If I'm honest, now they jumped a thousand years into the future. Then. Wormhole. Yeah. They jumped, but... Ah. Uh, the the okay. other thing I think is, is I have, like Jude, I have no opinions, uh, bad or good. Um, I haven't even watched the latest trailer because I give that many monkeys. Um, <laughs> but um, I would like to think that throwing themselves that far into the future, they're untying themselves from what they have to tread lightly around with regards to like the Trek lore and mythos and everything that they are now able to be the show that they should be. Not have their wings clipped. And do you think, do you think that, do you all you guys think that maybe the writers have thought at some point, Oh shit. Do you think maybe we shouldn't have done it in the TOS era? You know, and and they actually regretted it and thought, oh, we'll just we'll just go in a time warp or whatever it is that they've done. That could have been just them going like, do you know what? Stuff this. We're going to the future. <laughs> because <laughs> that that was one thing that everybody can agree on is that they made everything look way too futuristic for the time it was supposed to be set in. Hmm. When you yeah, compare, but... I, I mean, I know I don't expect it to be like TOS with cardboard walls, but if you compare Enterprise. it to Enterprise, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, you can't get any more futuristic looking than Discovery. And the thing is, Enterprise was realistic in where we probably would yeah. be in a hundred years. One of the things I always loved about it. Yeah, and the the only thing the thing with Discovery was just, um. I hope that in season three, I at least get to learn the rest of the bridge crew's names. names. Because, yeah. <laughs> because that's the thing. We've got an entire crew that I don't give a monkey's about just because I don't know anything about them. 
I haven't been given the opportunity to get to know them. I don't care about them. <laughs> and and that's not through it's it's not through hatred. This is what I, I don't want you, you guys or your listeners to think that I just hate discovery. The problem no, is with discovery is I'm indifferent to discovery. I couldn't I it's I I want to like it. I want to love it. But I'm indifferent because they haven't gave me an opportunity to become invested in these characters. Jamie, what have I been saying for year, for years? It's been the sort of... Haven't I been saying, I don't care, along those sort of words? So mm. I think we've had this debate before where it's like, I like it, but I don't love it, and I don't hate it. Or in the, I'm in that kind of, eh, that's why I'm more bothered about Picard. And indifference is really dangerous because... Yeah. It's 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 like how likely are you to even bother going back to a show if you're like oh I tell you what I, uh, if if um, Discovery was on Amazon Prime and I didn't have a membership for it I wouldn't be paying for that I'll pay for yeah. Picard but like it's only that I constantly pay for Netflix that I know I'll watch Discovery as soon as it comes back on. I mean, but... You know I must admit I think it's sad to say I think I've enjoyed Discovery more than Simon has but even I was even even you know this so I've I've said. You know, when it comes to Discovery season for Picard, I'm looking forward to Picard much more. Discovery's like, yeah, it's this great, but even I must admit, I said I've even I've been a bit indifferent to it. Maybe not mm. to the same degree as you guys, but even I've kind of gone. I you think, know, I think Wayne's arm argument in Room One Hundred One kind of killed half it for you when about yeah. Spore Drive, didn't it? That really yeah. put a kind of kicker into oh, yeah. your enjoyment of it. Yeah, but you know, yeah, I think that's true. But you said, right, you, you were right, Ryan. As you said, it just, it just doesn't, as a concept, it's an interesting idea, but it just doesn't make any sense once you start thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I think, and again, it, I think it kind of ties nicely into kind of what you were saying about it being set in a TOS era. I said something like that. It's just that kind of time to have that kind of technology, knowing what we know from TOS, it just doesn't quite work. As you say, mm-hmm. it's too futuristic in that sense. And that's no. not even looking at TOS. You've just got to look at Enterprise. Mm. And yeah, it, it, it doesn't messed up there. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right. And but the the thing is as well is with Discovery, it bombards you every single episode of. There's this huge threat. And it's all about Michael Burnham. There's another huge threat. It's the galaxy, but it's Michael Burnham. And the, the thing is, there is a huge threat every single episode and you don't get time to actually grow to it uh, grow to know or love the characters in that show because they are constantly in peril. I did exactly the, the opposite with Burnham where I kind of liked her on episode one but the more the program went on I was just like this character is actually really annoying me now in, in a way they've I, kind of done a they've kind of I mean you know if they it said they've because I said TOS used to be Kirk Spock and McCoy, I mean yeah we we love Sully we love you know um, Scotty and that but it was never the program really focused as much on them and it's kind of like Discovery's said kind of done the same maybe in some ways it's done the kind of same thing it hasn't focused but you knew their names and, and you liked them exactly yeah I mean maybe Discovery I think I think just they just maybe haven't focused enough on the other characters. I think that's mm-hmm. part of the problem. But yeah, as you said, Jude, you know, with 
Kirk Spock and McCoy, yeah, you do at least you know all their names, even if you said that the show didn't always focus on Sulu mm. or um, Scotty as much. So mm. I, 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 I really don't know what, what what it is. It's just as you said, Discovery just doesn't have enough of that wow factor. I, I tell you like, what, I, I tell you what, one of uh, my favourite episodes from season two is uh, the episode where um, Pike takes the uh, away team down to the planet where they don't know why there's uh, humans or like uh, like this like the uh, energy source and it's like a like a like farm town sort of thing in the middle of nowhere oh is that the one with the church yeah yeah, yeah that... I think that's episode two yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was one of my favorite episodes because it was a, it was a bit of downtime it was a bit of like it, it was one of those episodes where you can almost start to get to know uh, people and like like get to understand them um, but we still didn't get to know that much about the um, other crew members. It's, it's like uh, I was having this conversation with who was it? Was it? It, it, it might have been Dominic. Um, uh, but it, we ha- uh, having a conversation about um, like show pilots and how how TNG does so well in that first episode to turn around and introduce every single character and give you a idea of what they're about. They're, like they, it, it doesn't matter that, like how short amount of time you get. By the end of Encounter at Farpoint, we knew the crew. You could then jump into any episode and know who they are. But we've gone two seasons and I still don't know who the fuck anyone is. <laughs> so I just... it's. That's my problem. We and my worry with season three is that they're not going to learn from the first two seasons, and it's going to be constant peril all the way through. I think it's yeah. make or break time for going to be for a lot of fans watching it. Mm. I mean, it? like this is your chance to prove yourself. I mean, if me and Jude didn't have a pot, like a bloody. Star Trek podcast yeah. uh, to do, <laughs> we might not even bother because. But the thing is, we need to formulate an opinion. Yeah, because it, it, Discovery hasn't done enough for me that would make me certainly go and watch it as soon as it airs. It, it's only the, the facts that we do a podcast that makes us actually keep up with it. I mean, that's the thing. I think season two of Discovery, there, there were certain things they had learnt from season one, that, and it, it, it was an improvement. But as you said, there are still improvements that do need to be made with the series. You know, mm. particularly in regards to maybe having more focus on some of the other characters. You know. Um But it might all be too little too late though. That's that's the issue, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As you say, yeah. season three is Michael well, I'm sure that will be the case with some fans, but yeah. let's hope they uh prove you know, prove everyone wrong that, you know, they can get it together and do some good writing and work on those characters and, and the stories. They should have kept Michelle Yeoh as captain for the entire first season. The, the then... proper the proper captain, not the, the mirror captain. Yeah, no, the proper yeah. captain. I agree. I thought she was great. 
Yeah, I thought she was brilliant. They should have kept her. And if they really want to kill her, they should have done that at the end of season one. Mm. Because at least, like, in that in that uh, pilot episode, she was the character that I cared about the most. Very they could have even given her the same you. death as well, when you think about it. You mm-hmm. know, being killed by a Klingon. Mm-hmm. But if you'd had it in the final episode, it would have made more of an impact, I, I think. Yeah. I can say that. It's all the same issues that you have with Voyager. Oh, look, here's a new crew. Oh, wait, we're going to kill half of them in the first 20 minutes. You're not going to know. And she's these new people. No, I, that didn't bother me as much because I understood that is where they wanted to go. They wanted to have this inner conflict between a Starfleet crew and a Marquis crew getting together what i find more annoying with voyager in that sense is they learn to get on far too quickly the the yeah, tension way should, too quickly the yes. tension should have gone on for a lot longer mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that i feel is voyager's downfall in the sense because don't get me wrong i love voyager um but voyager's downfall for me is it has great ideas but it doesn't put all of its money behind it it doesn't turn around and go okay then Marquis, they're not going to get on for two seasons and then and then also it's like uh year of hell that should have been an entire season uh yeah if you if you think that that can't be done you just need to look at season three of enterprise they done it perfectly with the zindi arc of yeah, getting their great. asses handed to them I an think, entire season you know i think voyager i think what at least the sense I got from when I, you know, from watching it through, particularly said with the Marquis and Starfleet, what was meant to be that long conf- drawn out conflict is Voyager wanted to be a mix of kind of next generation and kind of Deep Space Nine. So you've got the dark, gritty aspect, obviously, as you say, of that inner conflict. And mm-hmm. then, but you know, Janeway's a, a, a captain who has got those Starfleet principles, even though we're, you know, you know. 75,000 light years from the Federation, we're still going to you know, stick to these principles. But as you say, they, it, that, 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 that kind of, that blend that was never really that successful. You know, mm-hmm. you've got a, you've got a show that's kind of gone totally back to kind of where did space time was that longer running overall arc in stories. You've got Voyager that pretty much, unfortunately for the most part, stuck to going back to episodic again. And don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with a bit of episodic television. It does have mm-hmm. sometimes, but if you come from deep space nine to kind of Voyager, it just feels like a bit of a step backwards. As you say, well, things like the year of help, that should have been a whole season. Yeah. And that's the thing. Voyager has so many brilliant ideas, mm. but just doesn't pot commit to them in my opinion and uh, I, the, the thing is I don't want to sound like I'm just shitting on Voyager because I do like Voyager for the longest time Janeway was my favourite captain uh, It's uh, one thing that gripes me with Voyager is considering the Kazon were meant to be so fucking simple <laughs> of a species how come it took them like two and a half years to get out of their territory with the, with the fucking ships that they had, Voyager could have max warp been out of there in a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we um, we actually did an episode. Oh, actually, with Clive, we actually I said celebrated twenty um twenty five years of Voyager, didn't we, Sai? Um, yes. We... Listeners still haven't heard. Yes, I know they haven't heard. I'm not going to obviously talk about, it, but you know, there was just some of the kind of the points that we kind of brought up in that episode as well. You know. 
we do, we said we do enjoy Voyager as well, but as you say, it's it's just those things that you know it could have been and that, that they wanted to do, but they just unfortunately didn't follow through with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the closest I could probably say it kind of did in some way was the um, season two story with with Tom leaving and trying to find the uh, oh, what's his name, uh, the spy on Voyager who was communicating with the Kazon, Jonas. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the closest they kind of came to kind of a longer running a story. Everything with Neelix. Neelix doesn't even get on my nerves. I know he's a he's a like he's a he's a real uh, like kicker for a lot of people, but I quite like Neelix. I forgive. Uh, I I've got a lot of love for Neelix. I just wish. That they, it's, it's. Like, I think it was an absolute waste uh, to get rid of Kess at the end of season three. You could have easily oh, had I Kess that, yeah. and Seven going on. You didn't have to yeah. pick or choose. That's very petty by the uh, showrunners and producers for doing that. I think. Yeah. Exactly. We do all love Star Trek, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I think the moral from the Kess and um, Seven like debacle is just give girls with small chests a chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to have big tits to entice Trekkies into like investing in that character. Write well for them, and we'll love them. Yeah. Yeah. But. It, yeah, no, no go uh, for it. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, kind of what you're saying now, I think I said Enterprise did, I said season three, you know, they did do that right. I said the whole Zindi arc, I think that was done brilliantly. Mm. You know, I said the crew, I said that in a conflict, the crew were questioning themselves. Some of the decisions that Archer made, I mean, my God, you know, just, mm. you know, it, as you said, it's, it, I think in some ways, I said Enterprise did that kind of thing right. You know? But the thing is as well, it, it, it Enterprise was put into a real, real tough situation, but you can't. And the thing is, uh, Archer had to make some real horrible decisions, but you cannot fault him for any of his actions because he made the right decision for humanity the entire way. Mm. And it, it, honestly, if there was one captain I'd want to serve under, it would be Archer. He he is just the man and this enterprise is so well written so well delivered uh, it, we it, we say it regularly on the show uh, the only reason why uh, it, it, we don't consider it the best star trek uh, series ever is because it didn't go for seven seasons if it had gone yeah. for those seven seasons it would be probably could, possibly could have beaten deep space nine Oh yeah, yeah, I mean, if it'd gone at the rate it was going with the writing and everything. Yeah, I mean, you know, because obviously the plan was with season five was to do the Romulan, the Romulan War, mm-hmm. and that, and that would have been that would have been fantastic. That really yeah. would have been fantastic. I want um, an next refit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that but, as well, yeah. <laughs> and and it's, I, I'm still to this day, I I. I genuinely am i'm not just saying i genuinely am upset for the enterprise enterprise crew that they had the season finale that they did because it was such it was such i I don't the thing is right it was just a question of that 
finale, if you remember the two episodes that came prior, uh, prior Terror Prime and, and Demons, Demons, um, pretty much the season finale had all of the same beat points as those two episodes. It was. Uh, Enterprise having to get back uh, because like there was a big charter being signed and uh, something going on that they have to go and save. Look, the thing is, right, if they had killed Trip, if Trip had decided to sacrifice himself to save T'Pol and their child, I would have fucking blubbered my eyes out. But yeah, uh, it's yeah. like... Trip sacrificing himself because he was worried that the aliens were going to kill Archer. He could have easily got out any other way. It's like yeah. he didn't need to sacrifice him. It was a cheap death. And that's mm-hmm. and that's the problem I've always had with it. Not the fact that he died. It's the mm-hmm. way they did it. That that's the problem I've always had with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, Terror Prime and Demons should have been the season finale. It, they were they were a good enough two part that that could have been the season finale because you still were seeing the birth of the federation you were seeing that first uh like like treaties being signed i mean i thought that was always an interesting two part because you know star trek has done kind of xenophobia before but never really from the human perspective at least not that i can remember mm-hmm. so i just find the, i found that aspect interesting the thing about that two part was it didn't just come out of nowhere they did actually set that up earlier in season four with that incident with flox in the uh, in that um in that club didn't they Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not the first time that it actually happened. So I always found that was kind of that was quite an interesting perspective, you know, exploring that from. Well, that's the thing because through season four, there was a lot of um, disdain on Earth of like, what the hell is Enterprise going out and doing? They're going and encountering all of these uh, aliens and putting a target on Earth uh, for retaliation. Like after like everything that they went through with the Zindi. So yeah, no, and that it was built to brilliantly, and that season finale, if they had just, if they had decided to, okay, we're not going to kill Trip and Paul's kid, we're going to make it so that uh, Trip sacrifices himself to like save them. You still get Trip Steph, you still get that impact, and it had like the, the, it had similar beats uh, that were mimicked in the following episode in these are the voyages um except it then these are the voyages wasn't for enterprise it was for tng it, it was for tng it it, it wasn't as if they, they admit even, that yeah uh, and i just think that's wrong but they admit it so freely rick berman and someone else I can't think who the writer will have been but um it's a love letter to tng they said and it's like if that's the case do it in the middle of a season or you know do it way earlier mm. not not in season three in season one or something like if you've got to do that don't do it as another program's final episode ever it, it took the mick it just wasn't fair no it wasn't fair it wasn't fair and, and that's coming from people who love tng which we do but it, it just wasn't right we love tng and the thing is as well it's it if you if you weren't an enterprise fan and it's and you were like picking and choosing what you was watching and you decided to just because every season the season finale is 
pretty much uh, like the epitome of the best of what that show has to offer. Mm-hmm. And that is not what Enterprise has to offer. Mm-hmm. Not at all. It's crap. Oh, I completely agree with you guys. I said 100% on that. So. <laughs> You are, Sai? Yeah, just this thing is. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> yeah, me and Sai have covered this ground many times, so I'm not going into too much detail. But yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else we could. Uh, what was it else we wanted to kind of say? You mentioned something about earlier, uh, way back, so about season six of Next Gen. Yeah, because we've got our season review coming up, and whether there's anything you guys wanted to say about season six, because we're doing that in Embraer. Month, yeah, month and a bit. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Season six of Next Generation. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be our next review, season review. I'll be honest. I can't think in particular. Um, I with Next Gen because it is so episodic. uh, Next Gen, I am way overdue for an entire uh, rewatch, but because it is so episodic, I end up just whacking on episodes from all over the shop mm. because yeah. it doesn't matter if you watch it in order. That's so, one of the advantages of episodic television, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So I um, end up having to remind myself on what episodes are actually in season six. Because, okay, quick rundown. I'm doing that as we speak, yeah. Time's Bring Arrow, Roma Fear, I love Man Time's of the Arrow. Um, Relics, yeah, schisms. Uh, oh, relics. Yeah. Uh, schisms. True Q. One of my uh, on True Q and schisms. Uh, every trackmate listener would have heard this story a million times, but was the very first VHS of yeah. Trek that I ever owned. <laughs> so I've watched those two episodes so many times. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore. Oh, Brascals is in there as well. Brascals is good fun. I Rascals, enjoy Brascals. Yeah. Fistful of is we did a track mate, uh, not a real time review, but just an episode review of that. I enjoyed yeah. that. Chain of Command, brilliant episode. Absolutely oh, brilliant yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah, oh, get of course. Jellico coming a roughly week some doesn't go uh, by without someone quoting that on uh, social media. Yeah. Oh, no, it, that's an absolute classic of an episode. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, and also then we get oh. our first sort of um, AI um, uh, like question uh, like of AI being self-aware with ship in a mm-hmm. bottle. So Moriarty like coming to life. Uh, like the and, precursor for the Doctor and Vic Fontaine. And you've got quality of life, so in that same vein. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exocoms. Face. Uh, funnily enough, I just recently watched Face of the Enemy, uh, where uh, the one where Troy uh, wakes up as a Romulan, and yeah. she does really mm. well as uh, like fronting it up. I mean, I think I think that's definitely one of that Troy's best episodes, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I always love any TV programs where an actor has to play someone who's acting. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, I can always appreciate. That's what I always always loved about um, Quantum Leap. Mm-hmm. What always impressed me so much about um, Scott Bakula in that. Yeah, is that he's playing someone trying to act yeah. as someone else. So it's it, got to be a real challenge, and then changing it up every week as well. In this case. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
Oh, tapestry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, it's a strong season, season six. Yeah. yeah. I, I've said this to Simon. Uh, I think for me, I said four and six are kind of like the golden, it's kind of like my top favourite two next-gen seasons. They're abs- just absolute gold. It's mm-hmm. literally out of 26 episodes, there might be just a few that I didn't think much of. The, most of them are either really good or excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, no. I can't give you guys like a real in-depth opinion of season six as a whole, just because I haven't got round to doing the TNG rewatch uh, most recently enough. But yeah, no, I look forward to hearing your guys' opinions. Yeah. How how long did we get it down to? Didn't we get it down to about three? Didn't we? What's that? Three hours of season review. Our last one, um, yeah, wasn't yeah, it something it was like that? It wasn't too three, long, actually. Three, three and a half hours. Because obviously <laughs> we now do it in two parts now. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't do it in one; we do it in two. So thirteen each, thirteen episodes each. So, but based on kind of your reactions to kind of what you guys have written, you're kind of looking through the episodes. Mm. I, I think it's, I think it's sad to say you probably quite enjoyed season six overall as a whole. I oh think. yeah, it's, I it's didn't realize very strong, it's isn't it? It's a very, it very yeah. strong season. There's an awful lot in there that, an awful lot of character development and, like. Again, season six is where they've learned enough that they know what they're doing with the characters. That mm. mm-hmm. they, they knew what stories to give who. Mm-hmm. Oh think, yeah. And I think I've always loved Times Arrow, like you, Jude, and it's just mm-hmm. like you can't go wrong with that episode. And mm-hmm. and some of the other ones in there are just classics, just relics. And yeah, but even even with episodes that aren't necessarily considered like the absolute uh, classics. It's like episodes like The Chase, uh, where... Oh, uh, I love that episode. I can watch that all endlessly. Mm-hmm. Where uh, Picard uh, goes on a hunt for the archaeological relic of whatever it is, and uh, he's, like, like chasing about with uh, Klingons, Cardassians, and Romulans, and then you get, the uh, like, the reveal at the end that they all sh- uh, share, like, uh, like, distant ancestors that had populated that part of the galaxy... The preservers. And, yeah, I f- that I loved it. I oh, just... I love it. It's it's a brilliant idea, and it and it explains the whole thing of why so many of the aliens look so similar. The, it's yeah. just the pacing in it. It's just done so well that they use every minute of that show incredibly well mm-hmm. for what they want to get through. It's I I just love it. It's just such a well thought through episode that mm-hmm. I say it's something I go straight to and then you got lessons before it you can't <gasps> really go wrong like oh yeah no exactly <laughs> sorry I'm just going through this list and I'm like oh yeah. that's a brilliant episode that's a what great episode what are the episode. chances we're ne- we've now caused though, um, you guys to go and rewatch it like Next, oh, next few weeks now. Like. Oh, I, I have to go through everything in order. I'm on the beginning of uh, DS9 right now. I'm on season one of DS9 <laughs> again. But I have to go yeah. through the whole thing, so I'll have to decide once I get to the yeah, end of DS9 I, will I, I watch, uh, <laughs> TNG or Enterprise. I've, uh, I've, I've, I must admit, I've been uh, needing to for a long while to rewatch TOS. I haven't watched TOS in God knows how long at all. I need mm-hmm. to rewatch it. I'm watching other stuff. 
nearly at the end of my... I've, I think I'm going to have to do TNG or Enterprise <laughs> after DS9. And then I've finally got to do a Voyager one. So mm-hmm. then uh, TOS can come after that and then Discovery. Well, the, the, now I am currently... Uh, I'm on uh, episode 22 of season 7 of DS9. So I'm very near the end of my DS9 rewatch. I'm currently trying to decide my next... I, to be honest, because my mate is um, watching Enterprise and I've been discussing it with him a lot, it's made me want to rewatch Enterprise. But I'm like, no, show. I only just finished Enterprise before <laughs> doing DS9. So yeah. really, I need to do a Voyager or TNG rewatch. And it's, I'm swaying towards maybe doing a Voyager rewatch before TNG, just because TNG is the one that I dip into. Uh, like, yeah, it's I, a lot easier to do. Yeah, I cherry pick episodes out of TNG when I'm not watching Deep Space Nine or other things. So I, I think it might be Voyager first. Watch out for that cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my one of my favourite um, TNGs. So we know automatically what that is. Season six episodes of TNG's Lessons. I absolutely <laughs> love that episode. The romance between Picard and um, Lieutenant Commander Darren, I think, is done beautifully. And oh, she, it is. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and sharing their love of music. And he said, you really, you see that other, another side of Picard that you, you've never seen before. He's he's a lot more open, you know, whereas before he said he's, he's very closed off from the rest of the crew a lot of the time. And yeah. also... The, the thing is, as well, I, I love that episode so much because it goes back to uh my one of my all-time favorite episodes in a light because yeah. in in a light is like is up there in my top three episodes of all time and uh, i love lessons just because it ties back to it and just that fucking resican flute oh it gives me chills yeah mm. same yeah i just absolutely love it so, so yeah so you think we're quite lucky watching it through again Definitely, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's got me really excited again now to watch <laughs> season. That, but that's the thing; it's going to be so hard to pick what our flipping favourite episode of that season is going to be. It's going to be Jamie. so difficult. Jamie, we've only got a month to go before we need to start watching it, so not yeah. too long. Not, not too, too long. long to go. So, how long do you give yourselves uh, to do a watch of a season? Do, uh, do you... a month? A month. So, a month. like, pretty much an episode a day. Uh, yeah. yeah, mostly. Yeah, From, yeah. I start fifth yeah, around right. the fifteenth of June until about fifteenth of July, and then we record like week after, so that Jamie has about a week to edit all of it because it, it's long, and that's how we've done it for years. That's how we've done it from the beginning, and it works. But it's very tiring, very busy. I've already got part of my uh, prep done because it's yeah. so long. In, in um in one I think I can't remember which season review it was, but in one of our previous ones, I think because we had to we had to change when we did it, uh, so we had to I think we'd do it sooner than we initially did, so we had to rush to catch up. And I think somehow, and this is not just watching it, but also writing writing notes on it, I managed to watch I think it was four in one day, and I mm-hmm. still don't know how I did that. Yeah. Oh. Mate, I I totally understand because at the moment I'm doing between four and six episodes of DS9 a day at the moment. Wow. I'm just bloody addicted. 
I'm just like, hook me up to the IV. I need my DS9 fix. Don't blame you. Mm. Yeah. Trek series, so. <laughs> well, with, the, with the rewatch coming, I'm just binge watching other stuff. I'm, as I said in the last episode, I'm busy rewatching uh, the Man in High Castle. I'm just completely not watching any Treks. I know I'm going to be watching an awful lot of it in about a month's time. So I'm just trying to watch other stuff before that happens. And... Fair enough, yeah. But to be fair, an episode a day is Keeps pretty the doctor away. It's pretty yeah. doable. That's that's fairly easy as well. And if you get slightly behind, as Jamie said, like you can do like yeah. three episodes in one go. Yeah, I, I try not to do too much. I try and keep it to about two a day. But yeah, that, that's, mm. it's always kind of worth doing it that way. But it, yeah, it, it does take a fair while where you pause it, write down something, and every now and then I have to I have to research words, try and work out how to spell it again and stuff like that. So it takes so long to try and do it and. You end up with sheets and sheets of paper, and it's it's fun to do, but that's why we do it once a year because it's so time consuming. And if and... you're anything like Jude, when you go back to read your notes, you'll be like, "What does that mean?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamie knows this. I do um, redresses of starships and of sets. So mm-hmm. ahead of time, I try. I sort of go, "Hey, this is a redress of that set, or this is a redress ah. of that ship," mm-hmm. and that and you know, there's a bit of help with that as there's um, extra science that helps me with that, but that does take a bit of time to kind of go, okay, that's mm, a redress of that ship and that's of that one. So mm. that's quite complicated to try and figure that out. And I always love it. I say I'm a total ship geek, so it's always a fun game to play with Jamie. It's like, hey, Jamie, what's this a redress of? And actually, to be fair, the last few years you have got good with it. Mm. Because he knows my game now, and it's he's cottoned like... on to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he goes, "Oh, well, that looks like that one." Am I right? And I go, "Yes." Like... Yeah, I think I think <laughs> the one that impressed you was I can't remember. It was I think it was um, was it not? It might have been season four with you, possibly or three. I think it might have been season four. And it's like, "Oh, what's this a redress of redress of?" And I think I can't remember what episode it was from. Like where. Like, what we were talking about, but it was from I think it was they used it before in Haven in season one. He goes, "Is it? Oh, is it from that?" He goes, "Oh yeah, you're quite impressed with that, wasn't you?" Yeah, it's it's just a fun. I just love doing it because it's just something that is so subtle. But if you see it, you can't then unsee it. Mm, yeah, those little bits of trivia. You go, "Oh, I'll keep that." You never know; that might come in handy for whatever you know, whatever you gonna do just kind of just sit and another fan for a couple of minutes just like that's it it's, it's a good story and also uh, you never know when that will come up in a pub quiz <laughs> like um oh which one's that a man of the people the knife that diana attempts to stab picard with is the same one that he gets given in dumbuck there you are that's one bit of trivia that oh. i remember oh, oh is it yeah. oh okay yeah, it's one of it a trivia that gets written down. It's like, oh, that's like like you guys have just done. It. It's like, oh, that's quite cool. I think people mm. like hearing that. Just like, so I just write down the ones that because if I did everything that they write on their observations, we would be there forever. So I try and pick and choose the kind of interesting tidbits. And um, the exocoms actually ended up in Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Um, they repaired Malcolm's leg in the repair. Dry dock thingy thing. Oh, oh cool. uh, dead stop. Yeah, it's half a, it's a half an exocom mm-hmm. um, that they've reused as a medical fixer upper. I, t- I tell you what, uh, 
I think might suggest actually stealing this idea of <laughs> like doing a like a mutual rewatch at some point. Yeah. Maybe maybe we should commit at some point to doing a joint rewatch. It of, would like, make sense, wouldn't it, for us? Yeah, it would. Like because so often we're watching our own stuff, but like if we do it alongside our own rewatches, like if we're like, oh, okay, let's do Enterprise, and we just do one season a month. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could work. Yeah, you can still watch what you it's want, like terrible. you say. Well, we've we've done it for six years without a break, but hmm. I'm not. I hope we don't get an email from you both going, "Why did you suggest this, guys?" <laughs> We're never yeah. doing it ever again. But yeah, thank you, guys. But it's no. fun. It's just hard work. That's all I'd say to you guys. But God to be honest, I gonna... th- to be honest, I think one episode a day isn't too much. I, and that's yeah. not too. I, like you, you can fit that in even if you just you can, yeah. decide to watch an episode like like whilst you're doing a shit. It's very interesting watching the series go on and the stories develop and kind of the way that you know how the stories all fit together. It's a really interesting thing to, and I think to be fair, I think we nabbed our idea the way we did it off another Star Trek podcast years ago. So it's not mm-hmm. really a not uh, mission, really mission log, mission logs. Uh, no, oh, okay. it, uh, make it so. Oh yeah, big pun. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So you know, I and I did in the old days. I did used to use a bit of um, uh, mission log information in it, but that got too hard to try and yeah, accumulate I'll, I'll, it as well. I'll, so trust us, guys. We wouldn't end up doing as in depth as you. We'd be just like, yeah, we like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's good. That's. I think you're going down the. Was it Trek Geeks route? I think they do. They do a um, yay or nay show of episodes. So you're probably going down that route of let's analyze a season, and it's a kind of a yay or a nay. And are you a yay or are you a nay? Right? So they've got a show like that. So yeah, everyone's got their own variation of analyzing seasons, and yeah, so we are quite thorough, but we enjoy it. And we just thought, well, if we're gonna start it, we might as well do it for the whole seven seasons and. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break in a few years' time, and then go on to Deep Space Nine. Yeah, to do it all again. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Why but not? It's... But we're almost there, and it's an awful lot of fun, hard work, but we always mm-hmm. love doing it. We never know. You always get surprised. Um. Um. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You threw Steinman off course. Yeah, sorry, man. I was trying to be subtle. <laughs> That's just me getting thrown quite easily. That's all. Um, That's... Don't you <laughs> worry. his nipple, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Distracting Simon. <laughs> yep. Um, what I was saying is that you always get surprised by the occasional episode. Mm-hmm. One that you sit there going, oh, I don't care about that one. And then before you know it, you go, my God, I like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah. in other ones, you go, oh my god, that character is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Right, so, yeah, it's, it's fun, but hard work. Oh, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. And so, don't worry, we we steal ideas off of everyone all the time. Yeah. It's, um, it's, a mark it's, of a good podcaster. That's it. There is no such thing as uh, an original idea. No. Every, everything is stolen to some degree. Recycled. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, uh, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about? Or well, we've covered. I think we've covered quite a lot, haven't we? Oh, we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to think. Uh, what else has been going on mm, track-wise? That's it. No, no. I think it's just a good time to be like now that Picard's over, it's a good time to like be delving into the archives and, and getting our rewatches going. And all I was just going to say is like, hopefully in, in real life, we can all see each other uh, at either um, DST or the sci-fi Palooza. But obviously at this time, we don't know if either of them will actually be happening. So yeah, yeah, that's got to see. Yeah, as event organisers, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, where can everyone find you guys? Oh, the bottom <laughs> of a pit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you can find us. Uh, you can, uh, if you decide that you really want to listen to the uh, Trekmate, uh, you can head on over to trekmate.org.uk uh, directly to the website for all of the shows, or you can catch us on all of the good. Uh, normal podcast catchers that you can get out there with everywhere. Uh, you can tweet us at trekmate1701. Uh, you can email us trekmate1701 at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on YouTube if you search for the Sci Fi Collective, uh, is where we appear on YouTube. But yes, we're, we're all over the interwebs. And aren't you now on TikTok? Yeah, I just uh, I just uh, <laughs> set up a TikTok account the uh, the other day. I was just like, I'm gonna have a fuck about with this. Yeah, yeah I watched so, that today. Yeah, so I'll pro- I'm, I, I'm probably gonna just be putting up a few stupid videos every so often on TikTok. I think I I think I saw it and went, well, you're a better man than me. I think I just I just went, well, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I don't know. I said this thing, but it's just like, well, I think she. Um, Wayne's a better man than me. Like I wouldn't go on there. Like I don't even know what I'm doing on Facebook or Twitter, let alone anything. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, Instagram or TikTok. Like I don't know. Like TikTok's just a platform to just kind of be silly on. So yeah, I think I'm just gonna be silly (laughs) with a few videos. So you can catch them there too. Fair enough. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can so, find us at Sci-Fi Collective on TikTok well, if you well, really I'll, want. I'll make sure to include as many of those links as possible in our blurb. Cheers, <laughs> when man. This episode goes out. No worries. Well, thank you for coming on, guys. Oh, it's been yeah, an absolute pleasure. Cheers, guys. Yeah, no, it's it's always a pleasure to talk to you. And as Jude said, fingers uh, crossed, we'll be able to I, catch up at the Palooza. I don't yeah. know if you've uh, recorded it tonight, but I definitely really look forward to our, um, whatever you want to call it, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> episode we're going to do in the future. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Coming so, to ears near you soon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we hope you enjoyed listening, guys, and we'll be back soon. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.